0: FM to get started.
1: I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz
0: TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now let the buzz, begin. <laughs> guys. What? <laughs> I, what? What?
1: What? Yeah.
0: I. I Doctor. What? <laughs> guys, Two welcome balls. back to the AfterBuzz TV Doctor Who After Show. Uh, that's the business I have to take care of because my brain is broken. By this episode, see, I forgot to mute my laptop. <laughs> Everything's going wrong. Hey, everyone. Uh, I'm Zach Wilson. Uh, Rachel Goodman's over, hey, over here. Hey, uh, everybody. Adrian unfortunately had to work. We didn't realize. I would have if I would known what this episode was going to be. I would have been like, Adrian, you have you are not allowed to go to work. Somehow we will get the, we'll pay for your bills. I don't know how through uh, internet bucks or something
1: it's an excusable absence considering the content of this episode can you
0: tell that i am worked up (laughs) um this is a very exciting episode rachel how are you feeling right now
1: um I have a lot of theories. I'm also kind of simultaneously confused about how this is happening. I read so many articles after this, like trying to under <laughs> trying to decompress. But my brain is very like like I'm on explode mode right now. Yeah, I'm trying to understand.
0: So we're talking, of course, uh, about the episode "The Fugitive of the Jadun. one of my favorite uh, just titles that we'd heard when we saw like this episode coming up. Like we knew there was a jadun, We knew it would have like a. Mo, like, The Dune looked great in this episode. I knew the Dune, Dune were coming. That alone had me excited for this week's episode. I'm so thankful that I did not get spoiled for this. I managed to just get home and put it on and just watch it. Uh, so we're going to break all of this down on today's episode. We're going to talk about Captain Jack Harkness. Yes. And his <laughs> triumphant, beautiful return. We're going to talk about... We have now been introduced to another doctor. This is the 15th actor to officially play the doctor, at least officially for now until somebody proves otherwise. We'll have to wait and see, but it's the as, unless I'm forgetting someone else in canon, this would be the Joe Martin is the 15th person to have the Or to have the credit as The Doctor in a television canon Doctor Who Who thing, like movie or TV special. And we're going to try to break down how that's a thing tonight on After Buzz TV. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs)
1: We're going to (laughs) try.
0: So I'm not even sure where to start. Let's just get, like, the Monster of the Week thing out of the way, because that's, I guess, where it begins and I, I, it was a cool conceit, I guess. This it, they treated it. I was, the, I think, the cool thing is they they started this episode off like it could have been any old other Doctor Who episode, and they lured us into a false sense of safety.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's what I loved about it is that. It felt like there was going to be some kind of twist. I mean, the, ja- the Jack Harkness thing, like it was like, oh my god, like what is going on with that? But in terms of the actual monster of the week, um, I I just figured, okay, Ruth is gonna be there's. I figured there's some kind of like you know biological cloak on them that's covering yeah. up who they really are. I figured they were maybe a Jadoon. Like I, I didn't really know like what the deal was, but I figured they were some kind of alien, and that that was the reveal. One or both of them was the fugitive and then when we started getting the memory stuff that was kind of being it looked like it was being transferred to ruth so my thought initially was oh lee like when he died they had some kind of connection where he was going to transfer whatever he was into her yeah so i thought they were going in that direction
0: it was it's like a specter and it like it's a it's a creature of memory and like as soon as they introduce memory I had I do like the idea that it was a Jadoon. That's a cool. That's actually a really interesting episode where it's a Jadoon hiding from it, like a police officer from the space from space hiding from other space police officers. Yeah, that's a cool. Tw- that could have been a cool twist. Not know what was going on
1: because when Gat showed up, she. I mean, obviously she's not. Jadoon, but she made it, she made me think that the person they were looking for, which seemed to be Lee at that point, she made me think that this person was a Jadoon who was in the army, who had, like, served and went against them.
0: That's an interesting take on it. As soon as they introduced the lack of memory thing, or, like, the restore memory thing, my brain instantly went to Time Lord. Yeah. Because, and I was just, like, waiting for a fog watch to be in that box. Like, I was like, oh, there's a fog... Watch or the equivalent in that box. Like, that's what this is going to be. Uh, sort of. Uh, it, it, I mean, it looked like it could have been, even though it was broken. Yeah. So it could have been just like a different take on the fog watch thing. And it unleashed, but it's like we were thinking, like, I had to be thinking, it's like, it's going to be, oh, It's the master, they're gonna have like a a series of people playing the master this year, or it's gonna be like Romana or somehow the Valiard. And that's still something that we might have to discuss if it's the Valiard. We'll get to that later. Yeah. Uh, but I did not expect them just be like, oh no. It's the Doctor.
1: It's the other, yeah. And now, is it, too, can, okay, because like what I'm dying to talk about yeah, is my just, theory please, on this.
0: Please, like, let, so let's just break down theories. And, chat. I want you to drop your theories in so that we can discuss them as we go, because we're all still wrapping our heads around this. This episode did not give us answers. It just raised a whole lot of questions. And so the, most of tonight is going to be devoted to trying to unpack What has been told to us? So please, Rachel, what are you thinking right now? So
1: I think there's some kind of, like, dimensional bleed. That's my big theory. Either that or kind of like how Ruth had her memories wiped. Like, I'm assuming there's a way to just wipe a chunk of your memories. Like, there has to be. And so either they, for protection purposes, they have, like, one or the other has their memory wiped of just that version of the doctor who it is? I, like I, I would guess that Ruth is in the past, but who knows? Um, but I think that it's some kind of interdimensional bleed, especially when it's coming to the doctor's homeland. And just it, there, I feel like there's one timeline where they where everything works out okay and then the other where it doesn't and that's where the split is. And just kind of going off of that, I just want to give a, a shout out to Dorothy Banks because um, she seemed to have the same idea as me. I wonder if there's another timeline in which there are, all, are, there are all alternative versions of the Doctor. And that's what I think.
0: I, I had a similar thought. So I think we're all, like, thinking yes. similar, like, look, we're living in a, a post-Into the Spider-Verse world where, like, yeah. parallel universes in sci-fi and comic books and everything have been there for years, but they're a little bit more in the zeitgeist now, especially that you have Crisis on Infinite yeah. Earths, yeah. over yeah. on the exactly. CW. It, people are... The general public is more on board with that as a concept, and that's the obvious way to go. It, and, like, I don't even necessarily mean that it's a bad thing, but it is the the clear... Easy way to do this because it's not the one that's not going to break canon. And Doctor Who breaks canon all the time. So, okay, yeah. like especially under the Moffat banner, there was like this sort of oh, that does kind of mess with canon. Eh. Whatever. Moving forward, uh, Moffat was more concerned about a, an episode being interesting over being truly faithful to the ongoing canon. In a lot of cases, for better or for worse. And
1: honestly, I'm I I think that's a gr- that to me I don't have an issue when they do break canon anyway because there's a million reasons you can explain why, especially when you're dealing with time
0: yeah i mean it's it's one of those things like when you introduce something like the war doctor and you're just like and that one like kind of fit it it, he like made it work but then there's stuff like the times like my time stream and you're i'm gonna jump into it and it's like that doesn't but for that to exist he would have had to have been dead and now that he's not dead like that didn't happen and now timeline's broken but Maybe this is Chibnall going in and be like, he broke the timeline there, (laughs) and now we have two parallel universes, and there are now two different doctors running around, and that could be an interesting place in the timeline for it to have split, which is when the doctor went into his own time stream to save Clara that broke the universe.
1: Yeah, and it, it's interesting, too, because we even get at the beginning of the episode that the Doctor is going back home and trying to, you know, like, going places where they don't know. Yeah. And it's like she's not letting them in. And so I, I feel like that's exactly, I feel like that would be the most, it would explain the most of where they're going with this, if that's what they do with it.
0: And we also are not, we're only, like, two or three episodes removed from the episodes where the Master is teamed up with a bunch of creatures creatures from an alternate universe those yeah. weren't aliens they were from another universe according yeah. to the doctor so it could be that this is that universe's doctor in some form it could be that this uh, like it could be the doctor or like a doctor from like the, like the 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 look we also mentioned cybermen in this episode maybe this is the doctor from the uh Rose and tenant era like parallel universe where the Cybermen come from during yeah. the Russell T. Davies years. There's there's other universes in play here, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Does any of this ring true to you guys at home or to you, Rachel? Well, it rings true to me, definitely. Uh
1: just this this is also like kind of what we're talking about too. But Saul Perez says, didn't they say there was no official canon?
0: I, I really so, like Avatar Koreans. Say, carrion saying doctor who canon is a myth <laughs> that's pretty that's good that's good i enjoy i like that um but so when they look when they did the big reveal it it opens up a number of questions about who this doctor is they don't remember each other now this is so she says at one point uh joe martin doctor yeah Uh, i'm just gonna use their names i
1: just call her ruth since we had that character name first
0: let's call her ruth and the
1: and Uh, the doctor that we've known
0: we'll we'll call the doctor doctor. yeah but they're both whatever it's the doctor i might say jody just to make things clear yeah the doctor and ruth so ruth says that she got there in 1999
1: now i have a problem with that because i i was thinking like first of all We don't know. Like, okay, so I'm just thinking back to when we knew her as Ruth and not the doctor, right? Mm -hmm. So this whole time she's telling us, like, no, I'm definitely Ruth because I know my story. And she's telling us where she's from and the people she knows and all these memories. My thought is, are these actually her memories? Or are these, like, when she wiped memories that she had, is this, like, an alternative person that she like somehow like you know put those memories into her mind. That's so I'm wondering if that nineteen ninety nine thing is even real.
0: I I think it is real. Um it, cause it falls in line with the way that we've established like the fog watch yeah. operating so because when the doctor was with was was there as John Smith, he still had enough memories from the era to just to like to keep yeah. him in place and fitting in the society that he was living in so it doesn't it however that operates it's able to give you enough of a history there yeah. to like fit in yeah um because david tennant's doctor made it work so i think that this doctor ruth doctor <laughs> dr ruth dr ruth dr hey. ruth <laughs> uh, dr ruth uh was new enough to like get by now the reason that the 1999 thing is really interesting and sort of is like oh is she in canon in our timeline because 1999 is one of the years where there was no doctor who on the air there was a movie in 1996 which was the paul mcgann uh and then there was uh the new new Who, which started in 2005. So there's a nine-year gap in there, and that's where Dr. Ruth shows up. I want to call her Dr. Ruth. That's more fun. Um, That's where Dr. Ruth shows up. So, now, in... I'm trying to break this all down so we can pick it apart. In canon stuff that we have seen, we saw Paul McGann's Doctor turn into the War Doctor in the Night of the Doctor. Yeah, we did see that happen, and we saw the War Doctor turn into uh, Christopher Eccleston's Doctor in the Day of the Doctor at the very end. So while the time that date fits in terms of like there was technically not a doctor assigned in 1999 we have all the threads that should connect our doctors through that year Yeah. assuming we're not going to erase anything
1: and, and kind of as you were talking about this too I was thinking she said that she was there in 99 we, do we know how old she was when she arrived that's my other question because no. I, I was getting the impression that she was still a little you know she was young You know, like that it was, you know, she just, she didn't, she doesn't look, she looks young enough now where I would think that she would have been, you know, middle school at that point, high school.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's 20 years. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Yeah. They don't establish like an age or anything. I got distracted by the chat because Steve Kemet brings up a a quote from a few episodes ago in The Master, and obviously this is going to be a big thing everything you think you know is a lie <laughs> and this sort of raises a really messed, it's like a messed up question but it's a big question um, one of these doctors is correct one of them is the doctor in our canon timeline and I use canon as loosely as doctor who can ever use canon uh, even if we're just applying it to the Chibnall years one of them belongs from our is from our universe, belongs in our timeline. One of them does not or has had their memory messed with to make this work.
1: Or neither of them. Oh and no. And there's another one. Or five more. <laughs> or an infinite number.
0: Look, you already broke me tonight <laughs> by putting Sorry. Jack Harkness on my T V screen in a new thing. I don't know what I would do if if three more doctors showed up. If like if Matt Smith pops up in this season, I will lose my yes. f- freaking mind and I'll probably come in here again wearing a fez. <laughs> <laughs> and I say again because if you've watched or listened to this show for a while, you know I've done it a number of times.
1: And well the thing that bothers me too getting back to Ruth is that so she had obviously she had to activate um, this break the glass switch, right? Mm-hmm. So to actually bring back the memories. I'm I'm surprised that she. I mean, she lived this life for such a long time. This lie for such a long time that she was married. That she,
0: you know. Well, so this is another interesting thing. So we've got to talk about Lee. Yeah, because who cause is Lee? Who the hell is Lee? We won't know now. <laughs> um, well, we won't or know. Maybe except that it, the based on everything that happened here, we can kind of imply. That he... Well, actually, is... Here's a question. Is Lee... Was Lee a Time Lord?
1: I would say yes. That's, I think... I
0: think... I think so. I
1: would guess yes, and I would think that at some point we're going to run into him again. Um,
0: well, he kind of... <laughs> mm, he did.
1: Yeah. Well, unless they're doing... i mean, not like in... Maybe like a past timeline.
0: I mean, that... Look, yeah. it's Doctor Who. Wibbly-wobbly. We could meet anyone we want to. Yeah. Um but i but he's dead. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um now it's possible that he's like a human that the doc was the, he was the doctor's companion that she fell in love with and then they yeah. like both did this and that's why he reads as human. Uh So that's me that could be a thing he I mean look, he could be in the same basic boat as Martha was when the doctor was John Smith. Yeah where it's like, oh, I have to watch over you and make sure in case anybody shows up. And it's reasonable that, um, what was it, G- gad? Gat. Gat. Yeah. Like, Gat, there's so much I going know, on. I know, there's, that yeah, so many, yeah. Gat knew who he was as the doctor's companion.
1: Yeah, because she definitely had, there was recognition there, which may, that's part of the reason why I think that he was a Time Lord and that. Yeah. yeah. because she, there was more before we had the reveal that Ruth was the person that everyone was looking for, before we had that, um, we it seemed more like they were going more for Lee, um, especially with the box and how he knew about it. And I I was just taking it like he was a big deal, too.
0: Yes, but I mean, I think you could say that about any of the Doctor's companions too. Like, <laughs> yeah. think about like you throw Rose at any of like you're throwing Bad Wolf at people, yeah. or you throw Donna. Like Donna could destroy everybody with what she knew at different times. Uh, like all of the, a lot of the Doctor's companions, maybe not all, but a lot of them have had wide-reaching impacts on the universe. So it's possible that Leah had a similar level of importance. And I could see... Look, I could see any of the... Any of the doctors showing up at, to the Council of Gallifrey and being like, this is my human companion. <laughs> Y'all better recognize. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and then... Then look, the doctor... The, the council is scared of the doctor. Pretty much most... most In most of Doctor Who's history, especially more modern Who, yeah. the council is like, the doctor has a pro- is a problem. Yeah. And like, we need to be wary of the doctor. So anyone the doctor says... Is like at their level would scare the council as well. So, I I, at this point, I think Lee because they they, they, the chat is pointing out that uh they mentioned that he is her protector, and again, that falls in line with the with what with a fog watch situation. If the doctor's companion 90% of the time gonna be human would be in this situation. So not time lord, but human.
1: And we kinda have a funny comment here too about that. Billy Jean Girl twenty four, the doctor's only been in love with two people and that's Rose and River. We're not adding Lee to that list. <laughs> I mean, that's okay. Next question. If she doesn't Did the love happen when she was the doctor or did she have her memories wiped first and then she fell in love with Lee? That's what I was wondering too, because then it's like the protector, and then it's kind of like Lee took advantage a little bit, but I'm not reading it that way, so I'm almost thinking they fell in love first.
0: I think it has to be first, because they obviously knew each other very well if he's going to be a protector and knew knew more secrets about her than she did, so they'd been together for a long time. And
1: I feel like Lee, if this had not happened before the memory wipe, then he probably would have never let it get as far as it did with America. marriage. <laughs> yeah, uh, look, I think uh,
0: we, we trust the doctor's judgment and we trust the doctor's companion yeah. in that same fell swoop. Um, and I, I'm I'm just going on right now in that case under the assumption that this is the doctor. Now let's look at all the evidence around yes. that, because the the other possibility is that this is uh, – this. I mean, look, this could be – I don't think this is pre-Hartnell Doctor, but the ship looks like Hartnell's ship with, like, some different lighting and stuff, but the walls are very much First Doctor.
1: Yeah, um, and that was the other thing with the TARDIS is that it, she – I feel like I, – I feel like she is definitely – if they are the same timeline, which I don't think they are, I feel like Ruth came first. I think that that's definite – like to me, just the way that the ship looked and just the way um, – I don't know what it was about how they were talking too. As similar as it was, it almost felt like – I even though yeah it almost felt like ruth was there were certain things like like i almost felt like a character development thing that hadn't happened for her yet that we were seeing more with the doctor that we know right now
0: there were differences like the the weapon thing too. the weapon is so this is this is the big clue yeah uh, and well here's the thing i don't know i don't think the gat's dead
1: no yeah
0: uh they think it was... She's, like... She makes a point, like, they think it's a weapon. I think that that's, like, a a short-range teleport, basically. Like, she she made it look like she killed her, but actually teleported her somewhere. Or the TARDIS took her, or whatever.
1: I mean, but... I think that that's a possibility. But I will point out that it, it looked exactly the same as when we saw Lee die. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What, what am I thinking of where that happened? Was it Doctor... If, I can't remember if it was Doctor Who or a different show... I talk about a lot of television, guys. <laughs> A lot of science fiction television. But there was some show where they made it look like somebody got vaporized. No, it was Doctor Who. It was the Master. It was when... The, it was, Or Missy. It was when Missy, like, teleported away in the Cyberman episode. It looked the exact same as a vaporized ray, but it also is the same coloring as a teleport. Yeah. A short-range teleport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Doctor Who's done this recently... Uh, so, Which then begs the question, is
1: Lee still alive then?
0: Uh, no, because he was shot by a Jadun. Yeah,
1: so, that's true. No, he's so, gone. Yeah. I'm sorry.
0: Lee's gone. <laughs> uh, but I don't think the doctor would have killed Gat like that. If this is the doctor. Now, if, is this the Valiers?
1: <laughs>
0: I, and if
1: it is, if she is from an alternate dimension... There could be things slightly different about this person that she would do something like this. So,
0: now the Valyard is supposedly uh, a, a a just like gathering of all the dark parts of the doctor's personality crammed into one person. Yeah. Uh, this doctor, Doctor Ruth, seems pretty like good and chill as a good person doesn't seem like the culmination of all of the evil that's built up in the doctor over millennia though I
1: was a little bit concerned for a second when she first got her memories back the red in the eyes I was very concerned at first I thought before I realized before they saw the ship I thought oh This is not a good person.
0: (laughs) I mean, when they started digging up the TARDIS, I thought this was going to be a, like, we're going to get some memento-style circular, how did my TARDIS get down here thing. Uh, I thought we were doing that. Uh, and I, even even at that point, I was like, "That that can't be. I, she's not the doctor. That doesn't make any sense."
1: I kind of guessed when we saw the TARDIS that that's what they were trying to say about Ruth. At that point, as soon I, as we saw it, I was like, it was "Oh,
0: too much for me." <laughs> um, so I don't think it's the Valier That doesn't seem to add up.
1: Yeah. <sighs> It, I just want to point out one other thing from the chat too. Please, Nagai says. Help us. Also, Ruth Doctor didn't really recognize the Sonic, which wasn't used until later incarnations. So,
0: which she another? does say that she she does sort of try to cover that, which did feel like a cover when because she she doesn't like call it a Sonic or be like you're scanning me, but she's like what is that thing you're waving around? And then when the. Uh, but you you're absolutely right or the first doctor again similar ship they didn't was it the fourth doctor i believe who was the first one to use a sonic
1: i think so yeah yeah yeah
0: so let me see it stands to that's another that's another just like anomaly that and then she says oh i'm too smart to use one of those like i'm too smart to need one of those
1: yeah and i think what it is for me <laughs> the doctor me, takes that
0: very personally
1: <laughs> i could i could see it being that even ruth doctor that maybe she's just not if she is the one who came after the fact, maybe she just doesn't want to admit that she knows certain things because she doesn't want to mess with things. But um I think the dead giveaway for me is the fact that two different it, it, it's like two different realities we're hearing from, you know, the two different doctors. So that's to me why I'm sticking with my multi-dimensional theory where it's got to be that it's just, yeah, that the alternate
0: not. alternate universe, and that also, I think might explain where our where our master this season came from, and would not. Now that would be great because that wouldn't step on Missy's arc. Yeah, that we were like we had talked uh, a couple weeks ago about. We were it was one of the few caveats about at least for me about the master's return is that a master coming back into this maniacal evil form felt like it was a disservice to all of the work that. uh, that Missy had done to yeah. grow and change and become a better person, and like, yeah, it's you reset who you are when you regenerate. But it was like, no, but we that was so it. interesting the way that they did that, and then it just seemed to be to go away. Yeah, but if it's a master from a different universe,
1: it's it's more explainable and not as much of a like, uh, like.
0: <laughs> and is that the truth that made him go crazy and murder everyone?
1: Um, also, to answer the question about the sonic screwdriver, yes, uh, March 1968, Fury from the Deep is the first appearance.
0: And what, who who is the doctor?
1: Um,
0: At the time.
1: Let me see.
0: Oh, oh boy. So <laughs> while we're trying to break all that down, uh, but let's also – I want to – 'Cause there was, I thought this whole episode discussion was halfway through this episode I thought we were just gonna come in here and be basically just fangirling out yeah. over Jack Harkness, you guys. That's what I thought tonight was gonna be. That's- was just gonna be a Jack Harkness retrospective and fun time chat. And that was like the most minor thing that happened in this episode. I somehow. literally
1: thought exactly. I thought as soon as we saw him, I was like, "Okay, like he, like I literally made that, like I bolded it, like I thought, okay, this is it, this will be the, dis- the discussion." But no,
0: minor, ultimately minor piece. But yeah. let's talk uh, about it. Let's talk about second it. Doctor, by the way. It was the second. Oh, yeah. why did I think it was the fourth. Anyway, <sighs> so Jack. <laughs> So Jack pops up. He just, like, he's scooping people. I love... (laughs) The kiss? One, Jack (laughs) tried to just kiss the doctor straight up. Yeah. No hesitation. Super on point for Jack Harkness. Like,
1: hey, I'm back.
0: (laughs) Uh, Hilarious that he picked up Graham, and Graham just, like, being like... I don't know what's happening here.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I I loved the humor. I loved like how I loved the callbacks that we had. And he's like, "Oh, who is he now? Not a he, a she." And how he kept thinking that it was like every time he scooped up more like of the crew, he kept saying, "Oh, he looks a little like you know, like making fun of these people." (laughs) And
0: it was the perfect Jack response when he heard that the doctor is now a woman because he just goes. Oh, I have to see that you got so <laughs> excited. As we knew, we've talked about it a number of times on this podcast, we knew Jack would be very excited to meet the the female. Fem- a female doctor. Uh, and now he's going to meet two, apparently. Yeah. Um, so this Jack Harkness, like, look, he's been through Torchwood and doing all this stuff. He's stolen a ship. Like, this yeah. is obviously pre-face of Bo Jack Harkness
1: um and he was bringing up the nano and yeah
0: some, so, what's the, wait, so what's the history on the nanogenes is that
1: um, so just what we saw when he was trying to give them you know the warning of the future which my mind is blown on that alone because I'm trying to I almost feel like it relates to this whole Doctor Who crisis that we're having <laughs> no pun intended. Well, pun intended <laughs> um, but I feel like it's related in the sense that this multi-dimensional like he's coming back to them saying hey you can change this and I feel like maybe he's from you know the other doctors world he could be from yeah. the other
0: universe, yeah. like especially if it's a if it's a similar timeline, and this isn't an early Doctor, but this is a like replacement, let's say for for Ten, yeah, like this is instead of uh, Tenant, it's this Doctor kind of that kind of era, then, but oh no, but couldn't it be it couldn't be Tenant unless it's a vastly different time stream because Tenant was was where they met or or, or the bulk of their time together, so maybe this is like. Uh, a post Matt Smith or even a post Capaldi yeah uh, like it became her instead of Capal- instead of uh, Jody it became Joe Martin um,
1: and of course we have the age not aged a lot but like you can you can just tell since he hasn't been on in a while like the aged John Berryman so it's
0: he doesn't look that much older <laughs> he, he hasn't been on this show in like 12 oh, well, years yeah it's been and a while and he looks like he's been on Arrow for a while he's been doing a lot of stuff yeah he looks he's good on Arrow the same <laughs> yeah that man did not age, or they're using special effects. But regard, he all, if you look at actual photos of him, he has not aged. Like I mean, so I when he's I a witch, looked, is what I'm saying, he probably is. I
1: wouldn't be surprised. But when I saw, like you know, I went back and I was looking at the photos. You can tell, like, he's definitely a little bit older now. But, obviously, he doesn't look 12 years older. It's <laughs> it's still kind of crazy. But, um, yeah, like, I just, I feel like that we kind of came back in with the same energy. And it was really, it was interesting. I kind of like this new vibe with the new crew,
0: too. Yeah, I like his interactions. It felt like Jack. Yeah. Um, and he dropped a lot of lore on us all at yeah, once. Yeah, like, really. Don't trust the lone Cyberman. Uh, The Fallen Empire sent him back. So we're going to do some more Cyberman stuff soon. Yeah. Um, So we've got... Let's just. We only have a few minutes left, and I think we just need to do a checklist through, like, all of the pieces that Chibnall has laid out for us uh, to this point. Because, look, we if we complained last season that there wasn't enough serialized through lines going on. like Now we've got them. In, like, two episodes, Chibnall's just like, oh, you want that? Okay. No problem. Here's all of it. <laughs> um, I'm sorry if I broke anyone's ears with that. But, uh, well, so, The Timeless Child. Yeah. Is. Some kind of uh, Gallifreyan lore that caused the master to have a nervous breakdown and murder an entire planet of people. Now, at the same time, there is an, a potentially alternate universe doctor, and where the where Gallifrey has not been destroyed, and time lords are running around like they own the place, like the like of old. Now, meanwhile, of all that, some point in the future. This, they're going to have to fight the Cybermen again, and, and the Cybermen are going to, it sounds like, do a Terminator move and send one lone <laughs> Cyberman back to the past to, I don't know, kill the Doctor or something. And literally- <laughs> Or the Doctor's son, if it's the sequel.
1: And literally it was like, don't save them, and it was, yeah. So it sounds like, um, it. Liter- I felt Terminator vibes- definitely with that and
0: uh was it don't save the lone cyberman i think I it was it don't wrong. save
1: them." let me make sure yeah but i remember like because she was even saying when she was talking to the crew about this at the end that it like they seemed like they were a struggling you know group but not to help them let me see um,
0: uh yeah i mean i wrote it down somewhere and we're both double checking it um but Jack does say he's gonna come back so I think we're looking at a finale where we get Jack back and Jack and meet Jodie Whittaker's doctor they couldn't
1: doctor. just drop him in and then okay goodbye like, no this
0: uh, to me uh, like as much as I want it like, I was, like this is almost better the tease of it is more is super fun um but he does say uh, i'm gonna see her again maybe not soon but when she needs me i'll be there and I, I would gamble that at the end of the season in the finale she's gonna need him there yeah and he's gonna show up
1: yeah don't give the lone Siren what he wants okay like don't help them <laughs> yeah don't <laughs> give
0: him what he wants yeah we don't No idea what that is. Um, Look, it could be that the doctor unleashes the Cybermen on Gallifrey, and that's how he destroys them. That I mean, look, the Master is is manipulative, but he's not he's not a one man army. He just knows how to control other armies. Okay, so before we sign out here, I want to do a real quick who's who on who. There it is. Oh my god, I'm like out of breath <laughs> So normally Adrian would do this and she does a uh, she does a wonderful job. I'm trying to keep up with her. Uh really, there's only uh I mean, we gotta talk about this one guy. Uh who's he? Who's John Barrowman? <laughs> <laughs> who's who on who? Uh no, that was a joke. Uh, we don't need to, I don't need to talk you guys through who John Barrowman is. We don't is. even
1: need to say his name.
0: Probably. Uh, look, if we say it enough times, he might just appear, and that would be wonderful. That would be amazing. Uh, he, we might get some YouTube uh, content policy violations if he was here. But uh, regards, uh, no. But the actual person I want to talk about for who's who on who is Joe Martin, who, as we were talking before, fifteenth person in canon to get the credit. Uh, Introducing Joe Martin as the Doctor, which was hidden in the credits for this one, but it was still there in yeah. its own little like section. Um, Joe Martin uh, is his, like is is a character actor. She's done a ton of different things. Has been in a couple of British soap operas i've heard of almost none of these things so i can't really give you the details on them however she was a recurring character on a soap opera called doctors which i found uh hilarious she's currently on a show called holby city she was in an episode of fleabag this uh, this past season and season two and she had a small role uh on i believe the prison committee in batman begins interesting uh, I don't know a ton more about her because uh, she seems to, it, it's mostly British content um, but it, look, and, look other than what I get from BBC America that's, that's pretty much all I can see <laughs> in, in the States uh, oh so I'll per- okay so let's do a quick round well actually this is super relevant because uh, I got sorry Jonathan can we do so, get the, give me the news bug for a second here uh because it almost felt irrelevant until this episode, but this week Jodie Whittaker was talking uh, in an interview about her time on the on Doctor Who, and she basically c- confirmed that she's going to be doing at least one more season of Doctor Who. Now this felt like, yeah, of course she's doing another season. They didn't announce it; they're not gonna do- doing a whole thing. Like she's going to be back. Now that's a bigger thing that <laughs> there's another person playing the Doctor because running around. Is
1: it going to be? that we see Joe Martin or like as the next doctor or
0: well it's like this could be the the other doctor situation where we see her for an episode or two and then she goes away and because if we if she's in parallel universe then she goes off and like they can do some comic books with her because she just exists but she's not a canon doctor oh my (laughs) head this hurts my head so much um let's real quick just predictions and then we're gonna leave
1: (laughs) (laughs) go get some Tylenol
0: (laughs) I'm gonna go to bed. It's only eight o'clock yeah. here. Technically, the West Coast feeds, uh East Coast feeds is what I get even here. But like East Coast West Coast feeds are only like, just getting this. Um but I'm gonna go lie down yeah. after this. Uh I like just from the chat, Saul Perez says Dr. Ruth is the lone cyberman.
1: I saved that to read it, so that was exactly <laughs> what I was thinking too.
0: Um Yeah.
1: Um I am gonna agree with Saul. To be honest, I think that I mean there has to be. I feel like her, I feel like Ruth Doctor is going to play a bigger part. We're gonna see her again. We need to have we need to have this explained before we just kind of you know our brains explode from this. But so I feel like yeah, I feel like we're gonna see <laughs> Doctor Ruth. Uh, it would make sense that she is the lone Cyberman. But I'm almost wondering if that. I don't know. Part of me agrees with that, uh, that, but, like, another part of me thinks, well, that feels kind of too convenient, but you never know. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, what if... Because then, like, the Fallen Empire could be Gallifrey. Like, <laughs> yeah. they're an empire that has fallen. Yeah. What if they send a Cyberman back and somehow create Cyberman? I mean, and, like, oh, there's yeah. so... You just... You literally split open my head, and there's a billion possibilities now. So I would say I'm going to predict that the Fallen Empire is Gallifrey, and by sending this lone Cyberman back, they are going to break the timeline somehow, and that's how we get this Doctor Ruth yeah. and the, coming, and that's how we got these monsters. From a few episodes ago, coming from a different universe, they opened up some break, and there's two timelines, and then those monsters and the Doctor like came over, and we crisis on Infinite earth two (laughs) universes together, and now or the Doctor is still in the wrong universe, and like there's just the we haven't realized it yet, and now next season's gonna be we have to get home, and we're doing Voyager now. (laughs) Something crazy is going on, you guys. Hey, thank you guys so much for joining us here at After Buzz TV for the Doctor <laughs> Who After Show. If you enjoyed what you just saw and us yelling, Leave us a note. Leave us a comment. Go into iTunes. If you're on YouTube, hit the thumbs up button. If you're on iTunes, Google Play, Pod, wherever you're listening to this, hit us with whatever that platform's version of a like is. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. It really does help other people find our rantings and ravings. And that was what tonight was. Just ravings and ranting and... <laughs>
1: I'm trying to detangle. <sighs> Rachel,
0: where can everyone find you? <laughs> uh,
1: well, you can find me on Twitter at Rachel Goodman or on my author Instagram account at Rachel Radner Author. I'm also on the Young and the Restless Stumptown uh, and the Curb Your Enthusiasm after shows with After Buzz.
0: Nice. I'm Zach Wilson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Wilson. Uh, I'm also on our sister network Popcorn Talk where I talk about Marvel movies once a week on... Guess what? Marvel movie news. Uh, I've got a whole bunch. It's it's gonna get into crazy season soon because there's a whole bunch of Marvel movies coming out this year. So check in with us there. I also have a very weird podcast called Ships in the Night. Rachel's been on it <laughs> yes. where we talk about. <laughs> Cross fandom ships. Uh, there is an episode with Zia that I keep plugging because it was a Doctor Who relevant episode where we shipped the Doctor with Dr. Niles Crane, and that was hilarious. <laughs> I can't wait to do more, and I think you're going to see a very familiar face very soon on that show. Once again, it's Ships in the Night, available wherever you get your podcasts, guys. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. I yes. hope this helped. Calm your brains and maybe repair some things. No, I'm hearing Tardises that I don't see. I'm scared. (laughs) All right, goodbye, guys. This is is after Buzz TV Doctor Who After Show. Thanks for geeking out with us. Bye
1: bye. Send help. (laughs) Our founder Kevin Undergaro and me Maria Menounos would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV.